Disclaimer, the views and opinions and content expressed on this podcast is informational only, not a substitute for seeking a medical professional for your medical care and treatment. Well, hello everyone and welcome back. Uh, This is Shafan Holiday with the Help Me Holiday podcast and I am the host. Uh, And I will be speaking to you all today about uh, a condition called syncope, which is um, a medical term for a condition that we see quite often in the emergency room or maybe even in your doctor's office. Uh, Syncope is what we describe as fainting spells. Um, So I want to cover that today because we are reviewing uh, neurological conditions or anything related to the brain because this is what this podcast series is covering for this uh, section. So syncope um, is a medical term that, once again, that I said before that we uh, describe as for fainting. Um, After fainting, a person quickly comes to and is okay again. Syncope is very common. About one of every three people has it at some point in their life. In many cases, syncope is nothing to be worried about. However, if you pass out, definitely be worried, you know, unless you've been, you know for sure you passed out because, hey, maybe I was eating, you know, I've been dehydrated all day long. Um, If, uh, you know, I haven't eaten all day, if I passed out because if I'm a diabetic and I haven't taken my insulin, blood sugar levels were low, maybe that's the reason. Any of these conditions, please come to the hospital to be checked out or contact your provider. Okay, so what causes syncope? Well, syncope happens when the brain temporarily doesn't get enough blood. One of the most common reasons this happens is called reflex or a basal vagal syncope. If you have reflex sympathy, your body has a reaction in which your heart beats too slowly or your blood vessels expand or both. This can happen for lots of different reasons. People can have reflex uh, syncope if they have stress from fear or pain, for example, Uh, because they are injured or have blood taken for tests. They can get nervous about that. So uh, that stress and that fear will cause them to faint. Uh, If they're standing for too long of a period of time or they're too tired or they're overheated. Um, If they have an unusual reaction to urinating, coughing, or any other kind of body functions, this can trigger a fainting spell. Sometimes reflex uh, syncope happens with no clear cause. Um, People can have syncope that is not a reflex. This this can happen due to the following problems. If your heart beats too quickly or too slowly, it becomes uh, these problems with the heart's electrical system can cause uh, this to occur, the syncope to occur. If it could be from side effects from certain medications that you may be taking. Um, sometimes uh, the block, there's blockages uh, from the heart being um, stimulated and uh, the heart beat 
going uh, through the heart the way it's supposed to, to, to travel, these heart blocks can cause syncope. Um, there is uh, conditions that uh, with heart disease that can cause a person to faint. Your blood pressure dropping when you uh, suddenly stand up too quickly or maybe if you uh, change your positioning too fast, it can happen. Uh, you can have syncope if you don't drink enough water, if you take certain medications that can cause your blood pressure to drop. If you're drinking too much alcohol, uh, you could lose a lot of blood, for example, if you get hurt. Or even people who have donated blood can faint. Um, if you have medical conditions that affect your blood pressure, all of these are conditions that can cause syncope or fainting. Um, in many cases, it's not dangerous, but you still need to have it evaluated to find out what could be the problem. Because uh, with these fainting spells, people have uh, had injuries after passing out and have hit their heads and have uh, suffered injuries, which they have needed to uh, be brought to the hospital for medical attention. So um, definitely finding out what's causing your syncope is paramount. Okay, um, let's see. What kind of tests do we do when a person uh, comes into the hospital to be evaluated? Uh, first, once again, as you know, what we do as general clini clinicians when a person comes in the hospital, we are always asking questions about your history. Has this happened before? When, where, how? How many times? If never before, you have a family history. Then we start, you know, asking questions about medical conditions, what kind of medications you may be taking, if you've had any surgeries. And after those litany of questions, we start doing tests. So we draw your blood. Uh, we want to make sure that you're not anemic. You have low, we don't, we want to make sure you don't have low blood count. We want to make sure you're not dehydrated. So all of the, the tests that we do on the blood work will tell us these, this type of information. We also do a test called an electrocardiogram. We talked about this in the series with the, uh, in the cardiac series where we talked about conditions of the heart. A lot of times we do echocardiograms because this uh, particular um, exam, we're able to see your, the electrical activity in your heart with the EKG, but with the echocardiogram, we're able to see how well um, your heart is pumping, and we can see how strong it is, and we can see measurements. We can see the, the uh, it allows uh, the clinicians to measure the walls and the chambers of the heart and how well it's pumping and to check your heart valves uh, and to see how well they're working. Um, also, uh, we can... Um, have you go home with a heart monitor and that particular device will show us if there's any uh, ab abnormalities with the electrical conduction that's going on in your heart. So, uh, and there's also what's called a carotid sinus massage. Uh, and this is when the doctor presses on a blood vessel in your neck, the carotids is in your neck, um, and while he's pressing on that, he's watching your electrocardiogram. This, this will show if your blood vessel is too sensitive to pressure. So that's what 
they're looking for to see if they press on it long enough or you know if if you will actually faint because we're applying some pressure um can syncope be prevented uh once again you would need to find out what's causing it right so of course it can be prevented if it happened because you fainted because you didn't eat all day of course that can be prevented it, it can be prevented if your fainting spells can pre be prevented if you're not uh dehydrated after working out for two hours and you didn't take any fluid in your body after you worked out for two three hours where you lost so much sweat and fluids from your body but you never replaced it of course it can be uh prevented in that instance it can be prevented if you are uh not taking medications on the empty stomach if you're taking your say for instance insulin or diabetic medications on the empty stomach and you faint because you don't have any you haven't taken any food in um of course think of it can be be prevented in those type of uh instances however it cannot be prevented if it is medically related so if it's a medical condition that's causing it that has to be addressed so if you have say for instance a condition a condition called atrial fibrillation where your heart is beating uh chaotic very very fast um to the point that it's beating so fast and your body your body can't tolerate it you pass out from that uh, because in order for your heart to stop beating that fast we have to have you on certain medication to slow the heart rate down so that's something that can't be prevented if it's not detected so in order for us to know that you have atrial fibrillation we would have to diagnose you with that right and then you get medications to treat it and thereby preventing a syncopal episode um however some like like i said earlier some some of these fainting spells can't be explained however for the the conditions that can be explained and that are treatable we treat it okay um what else some 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 patients also that we've found in the hospital setting if we can't come up with a plausible cause sometimes we we go a little further with our questioning to find out like what's you know if this person has had numerous stressful events in their life if they have any underlying mental uh conditions you know we also have to check if they have any mental health issues right and also if that person is pregnant um if that person is pregnant and there are so many weeks into their pregnancy this also could be a contributor to why they're fainting however once again we need to find out right so uh this is pretty much uh, a condition that we see quite often and uh the the best the best way to address it is to be diagnosed to find out what's causing it and go from there so i hope this uh information has been helpful to you all 
And uh, if you have any further questions, please uh, contact your provider. If you do not have a provider, you can always reach out to me on my social media platform. So thank you for, for tuning in again. And um, have a great day. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to Help Me Holiday on our social media platforms or email me with questions at helpmeholiday at gmail.com.